Welcome to Life Chats with Friends, discussions with people that are of service to others, sharing insights to help you show up as your best. Brought to you by Antonio Stevens and Twani Fitness. Welcome to another episode of Life Chats with Friends. My name is Antonio Stevens, and today I'm joined by my coach and the one that's been holding me accountable to all my health and wellness goals this year, Chris Melancon. Thank you for being here today. Super excited to have this discussion with you. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. So, Chris, uh, how about you go ahead and tell us a little bit more about yourself? I think it would be great for folks to learn a little bit more about Team Legacy, what you're doing, how you started. That would be great to share a little bit more about how we found each other and, again, just how you've been holding me accountable to just bringing my best and my absolute A-game every single week since January of 2021. So, like Antonio said, my name is Chris Melanson. Um, I'm 24. I live in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, I graduated from LSU in sports administration, and I am currently in my third year of law school. Um, and I am one of the coaches for Team Legacy, like you said. Um, Team Legacy was started in 2016 by Ryan, our head coach, Ryan Hinton. Um, Ryan has been to Mr. Olympia twice. Um, and we've turned over 71 people into IFBB pros at the time of this recording, um, which might be the highest number of pros in that time span. Um, you know, Ryan had always been a one man show and he's, he did really well. Um, and he actually got to the point where he was too busy um, in the summer of 2020. And he approached me and asked if I'd have any interest in, you know, kind of helping run the back end of things and, you know, picking up more clients. Um, and I, you know, jumped at the opportunity. He's been my coach since 2016. Um, and more than a coach, you know, he's become one of my really good friends, a great mentor, um, you know, kind of like a big brother in some aspects. And so he's held me accountable, you know, not only in bodybuilding, but in life as well. Um, and so, you know, I've helped grow the team. Um, we've, we've gotten other coaches, but so me and you met, it was December slash early January, 20, I guess, 2020, 2021. Um, we had seen some guys that had gone to nationals and done some of the shows and that had potential to go to the next level. Um, and you were one of the few, including some that we still have that, you know, kind of jumped at the opportunity that we gave y'all. And I've, I've told you and I've told other people like your check-ins, like they make my day because you're so <laughs> polite and you do like everything you need to do. It's looks perfect. Um, and again, that's one of the things that I have enjoyed and I like about getting to meet new people, you know, different walks of life is I've made friends that I would not have had without bodybuilding. Um, and you know, just getting to meet different people and getting to learn, you know, how to talk to different people and how certain people like to be coached and how some people need some more tough love. And some people, <laughs> you know, again, like you, they do everything they're supposed to do and, you know, we can continue with the plan. Yeah. Um, but so that's most of our background. And, um, you know, we're looking to have a strong 2021. We just sent two people to the Olympia this year and we're hoping we can round it out with a few more pros at nationals in Orlando this year in December. Nice. That's awesome and super. I'm I'm happy to be a part of something like this. And again, 
Like I've found so much value in having someone that can hold me accountable. And I've realized that something that's something that I need just knowing that at the end of each week, someone's going to be like, did you get the work in this week or did you not get the work in this week? And there's so much, so much value in that. And I preach that to people that will come to me and they're like, how do you do this? How do you stay on top of this? And I just tell them, you need to have someone that can hold you accountable or some something that you're working towards to keep you moving in the right direction. And so while we're on that, I would love to get to know, you know, how how and why you decided to get into coaching, coaching, why be of service to others? What what brings you joy about about being a coach and working with athletes? I've always <clears throat> I think it's interesting that I've picked the two professions that realistically people could do them by themselves but they look to those who know more or can do it at a high level in in law and personal training or nutrition coaching um i like i've always been a problem solver um you know i've always you know if i can help you in some way i want to help you and so that's what originally drew me to personal training and then again you know what we do now is more the nutrition aspect of it is you know it's something that's not really taught in schools um, I wish it was even, you know, just counting basic macros or, you know, here's what vitamin A does, vitamin B, all that. Um, but just really seeing that, you know, with small changes throughout people's lives can really add up into big lifestyle changes that, you know, make them feel better, look better, perform better. I mean, and everybody thinks it's just, you know, about you looking better in the gym or this and that. And I mean, it's so much more than that. Really, affect, you know. <laughs> how you feel on a daily basis. You know, I tell older people, you know, being able to pick up your grandkids, be able to play with your grandkids, or, you know, being able to fit in that, you know, you want to fit in your wedding dress from 15 years ago, just the, <laughs> mental, the mental boost and confidence that gives you um, is really, really powerful. And I've told people that if I didn't have bodybuilding or I didn't have fitness, that I wouldn't be nearly as, you know, driven or successful in the other aspects of my life. And my dad, I had done poorly on a test or something in undergrad. And he said, if you gave school the same effort you gave bodybuilding, he's like, you could do whatever you wanted to do. And it stuck with me. And it, it, you know, it's, it's really something that everyone needs to hear is like, if you get your fitness down, I mean, you're magically going to start doing better in other aspects of your life. It's exactly. just you work hard, get lucky is the same. And I've seen that too in my personal life. Like once I made this commitment to commitment in lifestyle to living healthy and being well, everything else changed. And it was looking at how do I merge those two worlds together? So, you know, things that I was learning around like momentum or community, how do I bring that into this professional sphere or learning what, what that end of the extreme is for me? How far can I push and seeing what I can learn about myself and challenging myself and putting myself in situations where I'm like, oh, am I going to make it or am I not going to make it? That's where you really grow. And it's in those situations where, you know, you're not really sure. You're really forced to think about how you're going to do it, where you're going to go and what that structure of that process looks like. I agree 100%. And that's what, you know, again, I tell people, especially competitors, that you need to start getting comfortable being uncomfortable. You know, because that's where, and you've heard it a hundred times and it's cliche, but a lot of the cliche things that we're told throughout our lives, they are true. You just have to be willing to kind of just put your head down and believe it. Um, you know, like, I, like I've told people, you know, the last weeks of prep or the last weeks of a diet, 
the worst. <laughs> it's so are challenging. Worst, so challenging. Also where you see how you are, how mentally tough you really are. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, it's a gratifying thing when you can really get on that stage or get, you know, to your wedding date or whatever it was and say, I busted my butt this whole time. And like, this is, you know, this is what it was all for. This was the day. And, you know, this is my, my product, you know, and I tell people like your body is the first thing everybody sees. We all judge books by their cover. We can say we don't, we do, you know, someone's going to walk up to you and be like, man, Antonio's in shape. Like I bet he worked. <laughs> and again, that's part of that whole getting lucky thing is people are going to look at you a little bit differently just because you are, you have a nice physique. Uh, what's, um, what, what's the feeling for you? Like once you get to, once you achieve that goal, like for me, every time I got to stage or got to show day, it was like this crazy feeling of like, whoa, it's almost like chills. I, like I really did that. Like you look in the mirror and you reflect back on the experience itself, like moments of doubt in different periods when you just weren't sure if you were heading in the right direction or if you're even going to make it and to look up and just be like, whoa, I'm actually here. That's such a crazy feeling. And again, you know, it's being able to look back and say, you know, this is what it was all for. Um, and, and I think that everybody needs something like that in their life because it gives you something to look forward to. You know, we talked about you just started a new job. I'm about to finish school. We all have things that we always need to be reaching for something so we don't get complacent because complacency, I mean, you're just there. And that's, exactly. my biggest, that's my biggest fear. And that's my biggest fear for my clients is just being static. You know, for you, it's, we're trying to put some weight on you, put a little bit more muscle. Like that's our goal right now. The goal after that's going to be to cut you down for a show. I have other clients that's, you know, they want to lose X inches off their waist, you know, and it's just finding something that I can give someone to latch onto to continue progressing in their life. Um, because we all need structure. I mean, people who can embrace structure are going to, do better in every aspect of our life and how do you on that structure like it's so important again like you said everyone needs it how do you put the right pillars in place so people can be successful within the structure that that's created or that's provided for them i mean from a bodybuilding aspect you know again we give meal plans we give workouts but i also try to instill in clients that i can tell kind of need to get the you know their life outside of the gym together um, I've had people say, Hey, I don't have time to work out. So, okay, well, and I've actually had people, I've given them a timesheet and said, okay, well, every 15 minutes of your day, I want you to write down what you're doing. And, you know, I'm talking about, I don't care if it's your showering, you're brushing your teeth and then you're at work for this and this and this and this. So, and I've had people that, you know, they're just not wasting, but they're not being, you know, mindful of their time for three or four hours of their day. And it's like, well, you could have worked out right here. You could have meal prepped for the week right here. And then you still have some free time um, and just, you know, instilling a schedule. I mean, it's like we, we put kids on a schedule or mm -hmm. you know, learn that in school. Like this is what you're doing at this time of the day. And you get used to that. I think to people underestimate to like the, the hours before work and after work, like those, sa those sacred hours in the morning between five and 9 a.m., it may suck to get up at, at those hours, but that's your time. And what you do with that is up to you. And how you use that time could be life-changing. Again, same same deal on the latter end of the day. Right. Um, and the biggest thing is I've gone to um, – I've started going to school early. I might have a class at 1020. Um, and I've started going to school early um, from like 7 to 10. And, again, those are my – what we'll call it at that point, sacred hours. Um, 
you know, I have three hours to really just get all the stuff that I didn't, maybe didn't finish the night before or want to get ahead on for the weekend. You know, that's my time. I pretty much turn my phone off and I just get so much work done. done. And there's a book by Gary Keller, the guy that started Keller Williams, uh, the real estate mm-hmm. company. And he said that, you know, for four hours a day, no matter when it was, he had this block of time where that is what he did, whatever he needed to do, whatever his project was, whatever the big thing was, he spent those four hours. No one bothered him. No one knew where he was. And he's like, you can get 20 hours worth of work done if you're willing to put your head down and just get it. Get it. And I think, you know, that's part of where the schedule comes in is you're able to block that time in and you're not kind of scrambling around like, when am I going to cook? When am I going to, you know, wash my clothes? When am I going to work out? You know, you have all that in there. Is that, is that how you create, create and find balance? So I know that's something a lot of people struggle with. They're like, oh, I have all this going on. Like to your point again, I can't work out. I can't do this, but like, oh, you have time to party on the weekends. You have time to do all these other things that aren't crucial to your long-term physical and mental health and well-being. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, I, I have, I don't know if I want to call it lost sympathy for people that say that because <laughs> I know that I'm probably busier than 95% of the people on this planet. And I still find time to do everything I need to do and have some free time. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, we just, we lose that time or we spend time doing things that aren't really conducive to our goals. You know, again, with, you know, Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat, you know, a lot of my clients, <laughs> admins, yeah, you, know, <laughs> you know, not only do I see that they're always on them, but I'm like, huh, you took 10 shots at the club last night <laughs> and your check-in looks like poo. I wonder why. <laughs> um, and so again, it's, you know, that's part of the accountability of everything is, you know, everyone needs the structure. Everyone needs a coach. I tell people, Michael Jordan had a coach. Tiger Woods had a coach. Do you think they needed them? Not really, but they had them. So sometimes, you know, we all get off the wagon. You got to mm-hmm. just get back in. Um, exactly. And, you know, that's what I try to tell people that just, you know, having a coach or getting into fitness, it's way more about just looking better. I mean, it's, it's really a pillar of structure in your life. It is that mind body. It's the mind body connection. It's, there's so much more happening behind the scenes that than just looking good, looking good as a result. But it's once you figure out how to control everything up there and putting in compartmentalizing those structures and pillars in the right place, like you're golden, you're just moving forward at that point. You're just executing without, without thought. And that's what I tell people, try to tell people, you have to start small and those things will turn into habits and those habits just become, it just becomes a lifestyle. Yeah. And again, you know, it's just, you know, I I try to tell people that with coaching or with anything in your life, like I would love to be able to tell you to eat the specific meal plan and you're going to do it and you're going to go to the gym five times a week and you're going to do cardio 45 minutes a day but I realize that everyone's a human and we're not robots. And so I've told people, you know, look, if you're drinking two Cokes a day, okay, let's try and bring it down to one. You know, we try to get that structure, but we, we also have to understand that people are human. I mean, you're going to want to go out and party. I'm going to want to go out and party. You're going to eat a piece of cake. Okay. You did it. Let's <laughs> move forward. Um, you know, I've told people that I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader. I'm also going to be your biggest critic. You know, if you're not doing what you need to do, I'm going to call you out. If you are, like, again, you usually do. I'm going to praise you and, you know, <laughs> add a boy. That's awesome. Let's keep rolling. Here's some more food. Um, 
but just overall, I think it's important that everyone, and again, it doesn't have to be bodybuilding. It can be CrossFit. It can be running. It's, I think just the having a physical fitness outlet in your life will positively impact, improve, impact your life. 100%. Exactly. exactly. And on that, I think where a lot of people struggle, I think people are good in the gym. It's with nutrition. What's your advice on either how to program or how to think about how you're eating or if you are on a plan and you do, do slip up and you're out on the weekend at brunch, like how do you eat? Just feed your body in a more sustainable, smart way. My, and that's, that's probably the biggest question that I get is like, okay, I know I'm not going to be home. I know I'm going to mess up. I said, well, don't think of it as much as messing up because when you start, when you say mess up, you're putting already putting a negative connotation to it. And then you're going to be upset whenever you do it, even though you're going to do it. So it's a weird, it's a weird feedback loop. <laughs> um, I've always told people like, whenever you know, you're not going to have something that's the most perfect thing, which is fine. Cause again, we're all humans. Um, always based around protein, preferably, you know, a lean protein, chicken, fish, or steak, um, do that in vegetables. Um, and one of the biggest things that people don't realize is that, you know, like the dressings or the, the little things on top that make it taste really good are the things <laughs> that are the hidden out of trouble. Dangers, okay. um, yep. You know, ask it, ask for it on the side. Um, and you know, whenever it comes to alcohol, you know, do it with a, with a no calorie drink, you know, do vodka and water, gin and gin and diet tonic, you know, gin and soda or diet soda. Um, because when you're adding alcohol, which already has calories that your body has to burn because it doesn't know what to do with it. And mm -hmm. then you're adding on more just pure sugars I mean, you're putting your body in a bad spot for that whole day. And do you suggest do you suggest tracking tracking meals or keeping tabs on what you're eating, how often you're eating, that sort of thing for the average person or your average gym goer that's just looking to turn their life around or move in a different direction? I think that whenever any anybody gets started, kind of with dieting or getting to that next, you know, past your beginner level, um, you can usually get away with not until you see that it's not working anymore, you know, and that's what everybody's going to have that point where it's like, dude, I eat, you know, I eat chicken twice a day. I eat oats in the morning. Like, what am I doing wrong? And that's where you start saying, okay, well, what are you eating for dinner? What do you do on the mm -hmm. weekend? What do you do here? So I think that everybody in the gym or that wants to start reaching a physique goal needs to at least have a roundabout tracking system. Again, I use my fitness pal. People use a chronometer, um, but it just learning about portion sizes, like, you know, maybe if you're going to go, Hey, get the small fries, not the large with the compound butter, with the, with the, you know, with the steak, with the, with the double dessert, you know, it's just <laughs> portion control. You know, you can yeah. eat anything you want. I tell people that, you know, if it fits your macros is a very powerful thing, if you know how to use it. Mm -hmm. Um, but in America, especially, you know, we've gotten to where everything is so hyper palatable because it's so much salt, so much sugar. I mean, we shouldn't be able to eat 1500 calories in 10 minutes of fast food. It shouldn't be able to happen, but we do because it tastes so good. I've done it. I know you've done it. Everyone's done it. Absolutely. Done people, that. You know, 1500 calories on top of whatever else they've eaten that day is their entire day is gone. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, well, shit, I'm hungry. It's nine o'clock. What do I do? Well, I already blew it earlier. So I might as well blow it again. <laughs> And so it's, you know, it creates that negative feedback loop. And that's one of my things is like, whenever you, when you mess up, okay, you messed up. Great. I'm not going to yell at you. I'm not your dad. Mm -hmm. Continue on, 
you know, and see, was it a trigger or was it a situation that you, you know, what, what caused the mess up? Was it because it was a birthday? Okay. That's not a mess up. Enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're in the pantry at 3am and you eat a jar of almond butter with your hands, that might be a different situation. Um, and so just, you know, creating better relationships with food and just being cognizant of, you know, what's kind of what, what's in what you're eating. Um, say, no, I'm sorry to cut you off. Um, I was just going to say the same thing with, with the gym, people that are afraid to go to the gym or they look at the gym is it's so intimidating. Like where do those people start? I would say at this point, especially personal training in so many places has become really accessible. Um, I mean, I know planet fitness, I think they do free sessions. I mean, a lot of people dog planet fitness. I'm not the biggest fan, but I think for a beginner, it is a perfect place. Um, they have little circuits that you can go through just to help you learn machines and learn a routine. Um, from there you can get with a trainer, but there's so much free information on the internet now. I mean, you can look up beginner workout plan and there's hour long videos that'll take you step by step through the gym. Um, but I think for a lot of people, especially females, they have that connotation of, Oh my God, I'm going to go in the gym. All the guys are going to stare up. at me and I'm going to bulk up. And that's, so they'll go get in a cardio machine for two hours and then go home and complain that nothing's happening. Um, <laughs> But I think that, you know, just starting with, you know, a three day program where you're just hitting your whole body three times a week is perfectly fine. Um, especially cause you know, just getting into the routine and that's the thing is just building the habit of, okay, I'm going to the gym at this time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, once you're there, that's the hardest part is just getting there. Once you're it's there, getting you're there. Get something out. Exactly. I mean, I know, whenever I started, I mean, I did like the same five machines for like six months and that was all I did. Cause I was scared to like branch out. So I went on bodybuilding.com and like, one day it just clicked and I started doing this and doing this and doing this. And it was videos. And again, now there's so many free apps. There's so many, there's so many free resources that, you know, a beginner shouldn't feel that fear because they don't know what to do. One thing Um, I've, I've told people too, the God honest truth. And I see this every day. Like nobody knows, really knows what they're doing in the gym. Like if you go in there with that, you know, high level of confidence and you're just moving with purpose and intent and you're just going from one to the next, like there's nothing to worry about. Like that's that sacred time where it's just you and you're working on yourself. Like everyone else in there is working on themselves and you should be feeding off of that, not thinking, oh, what is X person thinking of me or am I doing this right? And yes, there's absolutely a, a, a proper way to do it technique wise. And you also see that as well. People that are throwing around way too much weight and that's not serving them. Um, but that comes back with, you know, that comes with time, the, the technical piece, but confidence wise, to your point, it's just showing up. And I think a lot of people are scared to just ask. Um, I know that, you know, some people are a little bit more shy. I know I'm kind of shy in the gym, believe it or not. But I mean that, you know, the, the majority of people would love to help you or would at least like to point you in a direction. So you're because everyone's been there. I've been mm-hmm. there. You've been there. Like we all had our first day. We've all had some embarrassing gym moment. It happens to all of us. I mean, and it's just, you know. I, the the gym needs to be an environment where everyone again everyone's there to better themselves in some way. Yeah, I mean I've always thought you've heard horror stories of you know people being mean in the gym or gym bullies or whatever. I mean I think that's the most absurd thing because everyone's there to better themselves and it should be an environment where you know it's 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 a it's a community. Um, community. Yep. 
you know, being able to get again, all these, you know, different walks of life and cultures together for one purpose of bettering themselves is you can't ask for a better group of people. Exactly. 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 And on that, would love for you to share any specific practices or resources that people can turn to that are in need of help, whether on the nutrition side or training side, um, anything you could share. I think the biggest thing um, that everyone needs to have in their house that a lot of people don't whenever they start with me is get a scale, just a normal bathroom scale. It doesn't have to be fancy. You can get a $10 one at Walmart and a food scale. Um, because even just weighing your foods with stuff you're already eating, well, you can learn a lot about portion size. Um, so those are my first two things. They're very, again, you can go to Walmart or CVS and get both of them right now. Um, again, you know, my fitness pal, you can go and it's free and it'll tell you, you know, Hey, I'm 180 pounds. I want to lose 10 pounds. You can stick it in there and it'll give you some numbers, but you're able to scan barcodes of foods that you're eating and it'll show you what's in those foods. And so once you get a basis of that, you know, you're able to move on to more advanced things like, okay, well, how much protein do I actually need? And so you start to just learn, you know, through trial and error, again, like everything else in fitness, what's going to work for you. Um, maybe you are someone that likes keto. Maybe you are someone that loves a lot of carbs, not a lot of fat, stuff like that. That's more down the road. Um, and then again, you know, on the, on the actual fitness side, of being in the gym, you know, you can go to YouTube at this point, or you can go to bodybuilding.com or, you know, there's tons of other free resources. If you just type in beginner fitness routine, um, you know, there's free challenges that people will run that start every eight weeks, 12 weeks to have it, you know, kind of a competition with yourself. Um, it's just, you know, being able to poke around and then, you know, obviously you can come to team legacy and be with the best coaches on the planet. Um, that may, that's, you know, for some people that is a little bit too much, or a little bit too high of a level, but the biggest thing for beginners is just like anything else in life, just, just do it. I mean, Nike, Nike has my favorite saying of all time. It's just, do it. <laughs> um, you know, cause you at least trying is going to leave you in a better spot if you didn't try at all. Awesome. Thank you. And I have some rapid fire questions for you before we wrap up. Um, the first one is wellness is and finish the sentence. Wellness is the most important thing that anyone can have, because if you don't make time for your health now, you're going to have to make time for it later. Awesome. Spirituality is also very important because I believe someone needs, you know, something higher to grasp onto when times get tough. And you're at your best when you're following a schedule, your stress is low and you can truly enjoy your life. Awesome. Thank you. And Chris, tell us where we could find you, your website, um, Insta handles, LinkedIn, Facebook, TikTok, wherever you are. <laughs> yeah. I'm not on TikTok yet. I need to get on there. Um, I don't know if, I don't know if I'm brazen enough to get on TikTok <laughs> by everybody. Um, you can find us at teamlegacypro.com. And then my Instagram is Christopher underscore Malanson, which is M E L A N C O N. Um, and I think at this point you can probably Google my name. I think I've gotten, I think I'm on the first page of Google on the bottom. <laughs> um, but no, you know, as always just, you know, we're always happy to help anybody that's ready to get started. And I, I appreciate you having me, man. Awesome. Dope. Thank you so much for being here and we'll be sure to include all your handles in the show notes. And yeah, just thank you for being here. Super cool chatting with you, Chris. Thank you.
Thanks for tuning in to the session. If you enjoyed, be sure to tell a friend or share this. See you next time.